So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Today, I am with a living legend. Uh, someone in the early 90s I met who had a transformational impact on my life as a salesperson, as a marketer, the strategy of preeminence, and so much more, the man, the myth, the legend, Jay Abraham. Jay, hey. thanks for being on the show. Oh, my pleasure, my honor. So, so people that maybe have not been exposed to you, uh, if you were to Google Jay, first of all, you're gonna find more information than you could possibly imagine, but you're gonna see things like, the only person that's worked in 500 different industries as a marketing and strategist consultant and has done over $23 billion in sales of products and services from mattresses to alcohol to you know, helping real estate agents and everything under the sun. But I think what makes, what makes you so special, Jan, why I am so honored to now call you coach and you know, personally you know, working with me on my own strategies is people that I've looked up to for years, people like Tony Robbins say, you know, no one can synthesize strategies and patterns of performance, of sales, of marketing, of business, better than Jay, and then articulate it in a way that can impact everybody in business. So I'm, I'm just, I'm thrilled, I'm out of my mind, we just had a 90 minute session, and now I'm gonna share with all of you guys a little Jay Abraham. But the thing we wanna <laughs> cover, right, just so you're clear, we wanna talk about, Jay, the strategy of preeminence, but specifically how, do, how does someone watching this create trust, create relevancy, and at the end of the day, create a level of respect that makes them the only option for a prospect that gets introduced to them. So well, that's, the, that's the starting point. Great, well first of all, thank you for all the, uh, the awkward laudatory uh, praise. Uh, I, I've been very blessed in my life to be what I'll call a business transient, and I've gotten to travel into all kinds of industries, and when you see how many optional ways you can approach an opportunity, a problem, uh, a contribution, value creation, competitive superiority, you get very frustrated for people that don't have the ability to get better yield out of everything they do for everyone. So that's been my focus on life. Yes. So in, in uh, response to you, those keys empower anybody to elevate and accelerate their their uh, decisive distinction. In other words, you do it right, you are preemptive. You mm -hmm. are seen first and foremost as the only viable choice, the the go-to source for whatever it is you stand for, whether it's a generality or a very vertical sort of a product service. Yeah. And it is probably the most liberating and the most, uh, the most I guess, exciting way to live your life, and it's just really cool. So just take me into, we're gonna do Rorschach because. Yeah, we're, I'm just gonna yeah. go at you with a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and because I do so many things, I need to be a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and I wanna, I wanna give just some context here, and I, I've given you credit for, for decades. There are a few people in my space that teach referral strategies, and, and I remember looking at the $5,000 book that you were selling at that time, and one chapter was on how to work by referral. 
And many of my contemporaries took that one chapter, <laughs> this one little sliver, <laughs> and it became their entire business. Yes, and I'm I not, know. I'm not dogging them. I'm, I'm showing the, the people that are listening and paying attention here the impact of just one chapter of one of many things that you have published, thousands, yeah. that, that basically revolutionized a part of the industry. So there's no one better to talk yeah. to you about referrals and trust and relevancy and authority and respect than you. So Jay, let's, let's just, we, we listed out six things. Yes. I think we should start high level with the strategy of preeminence so they understand that. Okay. So, so just give them high level and then they right. can Google and they can sure, watch sure, eight sure. million videos. Yeah. But and we can level. give you uh, some uh, material you can put on your website. Perfect, we'll, we'll link it up right yeah. here on the, and on the show. Fine. And it'll be fine. And we've got a lot of cool things that take it from abstract to sublime. So first of all, it is the definitive philosophical strategy or strategic philosophy that should guide everything you do your mindset, your culture, your message, your marketing, your conduct. And it's, it should do that for two reasons. One, that you're operating at a much more elevated strata, a rarefied place than anybody else. It causes people to see you in almost a mystical way. And I don't mean that to be metaphysical, just really that. It gives you enormous power and authority and you're not playing anywhere close to the same game as anyone else. It's predicated on a couple, uh, well, it's about 20 key points, but the most important are everything you do, you have a moral obligation, a responsibility, the privilege to help the marketplace, the client, see what they need to be doing, the criteria. You can't let them make a bad decision. You can't let them buy less than they should, less quality, quantity, less uh, you know, less value, and you've got to take a stand and not be reactive and let them do whatever they want to do because you know darn well that long-term it's not in their best interest, and you've got to be willing to be their most trusted advisor, and as an advisor, you've got to tell them what you believe. You've got to tell them the reasons why. Okay, you gotta hold on. I've got to back up just for a second here. Please. Because you're, you're nailing it, but you're giving them so much to think about right up front. The overarching value of how you operate is the strategy of preeminence, right? For me, yeah. Right? No, for everyone. Yeah. And then I think of people like Michael Ovitz, right, who started CAA. Yeah. Right? Michael Ovitz it was, in his time, he was the only person you would turn to if you were a writer, producer, right. director, and you wanted to be a part of something special. Like, they can get that. Yep. Think about the agent in your marketplace that is the, that is the most dominant. They've elevated their status. Yeah. So go back into now, like, I wanted them to get that in just Great. layman's terms. How do they get to that? Uh, it's really, it, it's really, uh, you can do it almost instantaneously when you decide not to be mediocre, average, reactive, and, uh, and I guess the best word is you want to be a leader. It's all about leadership yeah. in the best interests of the client. And what, what it entails is this. It entails, and there's a lot of points to it, but entails, first of all, being able to express to a client what they really want, but they've never heard verbalized from anyone else yes. in a way that they go, that's exactly what I want. That's exactly why I want it. It's helping them develop their buying criteria. And I'm not talking about price or loan uh, yeah. interest. I'm talking about what they're trying to buy and why and what they want for the future. It's transcendent. It's saying, this house is not just a house. This house is your, uh, your uh, uh, what can I call it, your 
your uh, mecca for you know for for joy, fulfillment. It's the environment your children are going to be in, associative with other quality kids. It's where you and your family are going to get the greatest joy. It's what's going to give you the sense of purpose. It's going to be the greatest appreciating asset. It's I mean you've got to you've got to help them understand what they really want and why. And even if they want to buy something that will deserve them in the long run and you allow it without first making sure they understand that they have better options, the consequences, then you're not preeminent. Yeah. You're selfish. So so all of that, there's a there's Does a that make sense? hundred percent. This exact strategy is what we use to build our business, right? Creating a clear and measurable degree of separation between ourselves and the competition yeah. and elevating who we are. And when I did it, I was starting brand new as a startup. I yeah. just declared this is what I was going to be. And then everything we built was around serving the customer better, faster, yeah. more yeah. efficiently, differently, but in their model of the world. So when they Google the strategy of preeminence, one of the things you're gonna find is there's six questions that you can ask as the consumer, yeah. right? How would I like this done? Like if I'm buying a house, if I'm selling a, how do I want this done? What matters to me most? And so there's all of that, which they can, again, they can Google. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right, consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please, Go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. But let me make a point Please. that's really interesting because it is a part of it. Very few people that I meet in business and in real estate understand a couple of things. First of all, how to ask great questions. Yes. Second of all, how to listen to the answers. Mm -hmm. Third of all, that if you want to be interesting, the easiest way to do it is to be interested. Mm -hmm. Third of all is to take the time to examine, uh, explore, understand, appreciate, respect how the other side yeah. sees life because the reality that they have is not necessarily the reality you have. The values they have, their goals they have, and you have two different ob objectives. One is to start with where they're at. Mm -hmm. Because if you start where you're at, you've already disconnected, if that makes sense. Of course. You can't get them to trust you until you show the respect for them. Yeah. And that means acknowledging whatever their realities are. And I was thinking that a lot of agents probably let their, their, uh, their clients and prospects sort of uh, conduct themselves the way they are. Yeah. You know, they can be, you know, they can be either too excited, not excited, not- Unresponsive, uh, yeah. responsive. And you know. if you allow that, then you're just serving them. Yes. Because letting them do what they're doing unless they've bought hundreds of houses and know all the implications is allowing them to underachieve, underperform the optimal outcome. If you don't get great feedback, if you don't give them uh, direction, if they over uh, enthuse somewhere at, at, in front of another agent and your job is to get them the best outcome, 
They have, so it's got to be collaborative. And if you can't be strong enough and committed enough to be the leader, then you've already lost. Yeah. You can't be the follower in this kind of transaction. I'm going to paraphrase. If that makes sense. 100%. You said something to me a decade ago, which was the, the problem that a lot of high producing real estate agents get into is they become so transactional. Like the business is transactional, yeah. but the people aren't transactional. That to go deep with that person and really understand their values, who they are, why they're doing it, why they're really doing it, why are you really making this yeah. move? Moving is not fun. Everyone yeah. that is, moving is not a fun experience. I've yeah. been four times in the last five years. Yeah. There's nothing about it that's fun. So is it aspirational? Yeah. Is it out of necessity? Right. Is it because something is falling apart? Life change, right? And digging into that and being that fiduciary response, yeah. you know, responsive or res exactly. responsible. That's fabulous. Human being who's really going to serve them well, yeah. the right way. Well, you hit on it. The, the next element, which you, you stole my thunder, is empathy. Not sympathy, but yeah, empathy. empathy. Appreciating yep. the circumstance. I mean, are they celebrating a raise? Are they reacting to uh, a setback? Yeah. Is it a crisis? Somebody died, divorced, uh, children left home? I mean, there's so many different scenarios and failure to really uh, allow yourself to be part of their process is a it's a disservice to both sides. You're gonna get a lesser outcome. They're gonna get a lesser outcome. You're not gonna get any referrals mm -hmm. because the more connected you are, the more mind share you will retain for years. Yeah. The less connected you are and the more transactional, the far less number of referrals or, or repurchases you'll ever get in the cycle of life. So I mean, it's actually, the most self-serving thing you can do is practice this because it comes back to you in such a multitude of ways. But a couple of other key points. You have to think about the relationship with them literally as a client, which they use in real estate, but I don't think people really understand the true meaning of a client. Yeah. In, in all my other dealings with business owners, most of them refer as customers. It's tragic because we're in a world where there's three factions wanting to reduce you down to commodity status. One is the competition, mm -hmm. two is the consumer, and third are the alternative means. Yeah. And if you allow it, you've already lost. And again, the word customer means somebody who buys a commodity or a service, mm -hmm. your commodity. If you really understand the meaning of a client, pardon me, and you tie it back to the concept of being the most trusted advisor they have for life, not for a transaction, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because life is an enduring process with changes in circumstances, growing, mm -hmm. receding, uh, kids buying houses, investment houses, referrals. But, and this is very important, a client definition is someone who is under the care, the protection, the well-being. That's why you cannot, if you want to be preeminent, you can do anything you want. If you want to be self-serving, average, short-sighted, tactical, and play a very uh, static game, but if you want a perpetual game of constant compounding growth and prosperity, you have to be willing to tell them 
what you really believe is in their best interest and why. Yes. And sometimes it's, I wouldn't buy that even though it's a good value. Absolutely. And if you can't do that and you only want the commission, you're not going to be building a real enduring and uh, sustainable business. You're going to be creating a short-term job. And they all know that. They experience that from the amount of referrals they get or the amount of referrals they don't get. Total correlation. Right? It's, it's always. If I may say yeah. this, it's a slight diversion. But if you look at your professional and your business mm -hmm. life, there's about 2% of what happens to us that are acts of God. Yeah. We can't control. Yeah. And there, I don't want to go through Hurricanes. And yeah, or yeah, birth defects, yeah, yeah, things yeah, like that. 98% right? of what happens to us in our professional or our personal life are the direct results of either actions we take or don't take, decisions we make or don't make, forces, factors that are immutable that we either don't recognize or recognize and either refuse to harness or harness because if we don't make them our prisoners mm -hmm. and harness them, then they basically, it's like the difference between flying into a headwind or with the jet stream. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Absolutely. By the way, your uh, your uh, overall vocabulary is expanding just hanging out with Jay Abraham. <laughs> but anyhow, I, 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 there's a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that help? Always. Thank my you. My friend. So listen, a lot to digest. You'll probably want to watch this show two, three, four times. You'll probably want to have a, a dictionary next to you so you can say, what does he mean by that? Um, but Jay, you've had such an insane impact on my life, my career both in my former business, in this business, and all the businesses I get to touch. So as always, thank you. Thank well, you just for being I here. have to reciprocate. I'm grateful always for the privilege of contributing even greater uh, contribution to somebody who's doing something preeminent, and I think you are. So hopefully this helps people realign their thinking, not about what's possible, but about the fact that, you, I mean, I, I'd like to, Preeminent people see the world as a 3D movie, and they alone have the only pair of glasses. Yeah. I it's pretty that. fun. I love it. All right, guys, we're out. Thank you so much for watching. Can't wait to see the comments, and we'll talk to you soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.